Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. Tyler, how's your day going, man? Mm, it's going all right. You feel like you're so far away from me. There's just like force of a human entity in between us. I know. Who is this guy? <laughs> no name. This guy. I don't know, but he looks I like luxurious. his haircut. Yeah. He's got, me and him got the same haircut. So that's <laughs> lack of hair is the best. That's the best haircut. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Low maintenance. Well, except for hair grows everywhere else. Like this, this morning, I had a uh, nose hairs. Okay. Oh, yeah. Those are the most painful freaking small little thing that can just like make a grown man cry i'm mm-hmm. like driving home for lunch or home to lunch and i'm like God, i got this one nose hair that i can feel tickling and i finally just just yanked her mm-hmm. and i'm just sitting out there the light going ah <laughs> and your eyes are watering <laughs> oh my god okay and about five sneezes later yeah, yeah. And you're like okay i'm good oh damn it got another <laughs> my favorite is like because i was like uh, you, you throw a little trimmer up there a little scissor to try and like get a whole bunch of them at once and whatnot yeah. And then, like a couple of days later, you'll you'll, just, you'll feel one tickle, and you're like, "Man, I must have missed like a real short one or something like that." And you go yeah. to like grab it, and it's like, and, huge. and it ends up being super long. I'm like, ah, oh, that's why I couldn't clip it. It was like halfway to my brain. Yeah, seriously. Have, have you ever like freaked out that you took too many nose hairs out? <laughs> like, oh, I got no filter. It's like running a, yeah. my truck with no freaking air filter. That's what I kind of feel like. There was one time I went up there and it just went. Zzz. I'm like, whoa, did I go too far? <laughs> Did I go too far? Like, is my nose not going to function correctly because I've just eliminated my pre-filter? I'm pretty sure it'd be okay. There's things you need to know, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's growing up. I mean, if you guys are not worried about your nose hairs yet, then, I mean, I don't know if you should be driving diesel trucks yet. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, put a little hair, around, hair in your chest. Hair in your nose. No, hair coming out your nose. Four-wheel drive. Kim's Derby Diesel. It's all tied together. Yeah. <laughs> it's all tied together. I guess if you're not worried about nose hairs... You're driving a Duramax because you get whacked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's get this episode started. Thanks for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler and... Delton. Oh, man. Coming yes. in with a spicy commentary already. We've got Delton from South Bend Clutch on the show today. Uh, I'm pretty stoked. Let's get through our intro so we can get into the hard-hitting questions that I have written down. Type. You can't look at them. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Tiger Movies Diesel Podcast, blah, 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 brought to you by Diesel Power Products up here in Spokane, Washington. Make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Also, check us out on YouTube. This is a show. You can see me touching Delton. We literally just met like two minutes ago. Oh. Swear to God. Like, <laughs> um, you got a nice grip. <laughs> Feels good. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, YouTube is the best place to leave them. That's where I've been answering most of them lately. Um, I've been getting some emails. I am quicker to respond to YouTube comments pertaining to exact videos. Uh, we also live and die by our podcast reviews. Tyler has a story for you. Ooh-hoo. 
on any of those platforms that Ben just mentioned, you leave a five-star review, screenshot that bad boy, and send it to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address to send a super stick, sticker, stick six, sticker two. It looks just like the logo on Ben and I's cup. He's got the wrong cup. Don't look at his cup. We're going to oh, – Cam, we're going uh, to blur that. It's the off-road guys. <laughs> yeah, just turn that one oh, around. Lame fixed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, keep those things coming, like Ben said. Keep the questions coming, too. We're piling those things up for another Q&A episode. I got a couple of real, real good ones, so just keep those things coming in. Woo! Sweet. Okay. Dalton. Hi. Yes, sir. Welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Good. Um, we literally just met, so I, I know that you work for South Bend Clutch. So he yeah. didn't know we had a podcast, just so you know. That's fine. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't know either. I mean, we're just like the n- number 50th automotive podcast in general, so whatever. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I did some quick research in the hotel room last night, just so I knew what I was getting in for. Was that before or after you showered? <laughs> What's it matter to you? It's a good question. Exactly. <laughs> Just let those thoughts roll around. Yeah. <laughs> They're rolling. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Delton, um, give us your quick little 45-second elevator pitch, who you are and why people would possibly know who you are. This week's podcast episode is brought to you by Fuel Bomb Diesel Additive, an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts, made by diesel enthusiasts. Ben, take it away. Hell yeah, dude. So this is our in-house fuel bomb fuel additive for your diesel truck. Uh, Our biggest thing here is making sure that you can pretty much always have uh, diesel additive on you all the time. The you've got a lot of other additives out on the market that are they have you know anti gel in there all the time. They have C10 in there all the time. They end up being big and bulky bottles. Uh, our uh, standard everyday diesel fuel additive is one ounce per 32 gallons, and that's its main job is to make sure that your fuel system stays lubricated and prevents the formation of algae. And it should also help you in colder climates too. Should definitely help you in colder climates, it, along with cleaning your fuel system and maintaining it. It'll also help you bump that cetane number up for a more efficient burn of your diesel fuel. And if cetane is just what you're after, there's the Fuel Bomb Hellfire, which is our straight 8-plus cetane enhancer. Yeah, and you guys asked, and we brought them back. Uh, We did go away from the bottles that didn't have the measuring little parts in there. We brought them back for you, so now you can measure out your 1 ounce per 32 gallons for the F-Bomb or 4 ounces per 32 gallons for the Hellfire. Both these additives are available on our website, dieselpowerproducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode. So I've been in the industry for, shoot, I don't know, 16 years now or so, uh, from the state of Pennsylvania. Owned my own uh, my own shop for a number of years. Mm-hmm. It's a partnership. Time for me to move on. So uh, got out of that. And uh, Peter from South Bend called me up and said, "Hey, I want to put somebody on the road. Are you interested?" And I'm like, "Heck yeah! Mm-hmm. Let's drive around and talk to people." So it was kind of a nice. Uh, it was a nice fit for me because I, I, I've sold the product line for years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, over the years, the the growing pains that they've gone through is, as far as bettering the product and such. Mm-hmm. So it was real easy for me to walk into. And uh, with my experience in owning the shop and uh, and turning wrenches, I had some firsthand experience in, in mm-hmm. actually installing the product, too. Good. Well, that always so. leads to someone that, you know, more product knowledge is always good. Somewhat knowledgeable. Yeah. Just don't tell anybody. <laughs> Enough to get you in trouble. Exactly. And that th- those are always interesting when people call in and they're like, I don't know if you know this or not, but I happen to be a 7-3 guy. And they're like, I have some 7-3 questions. You know anything? Wait, Super Duty or OBS? Both. Oh, God. And now you know, yeah, this is how I feel every single episode. Yeah. Because we're talking about Ben 7-3. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a box of rocks <laughs> and slow shit. <laughs> but it never breaks down. Wrong. <laughs> if you buy them without an absolute crap ton of miles on them, they tend to not break down. But uh, yeah. <laughs> that was out of your budget. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I thought I had more time on my hands than money, which is not the case. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, Dalton, I've got some questions for you. I promise I won't look. Maybe. Okay. Are they multiple choice? <laughs> no, but they are free-form answer. Oh, okay. So if an interpretive dance suits you better, I implore you to get up and dance. Just say, hey, Not happening. Oh, damn. Whatever gets the views. Someone's going to take that bait eventually and be like, oh, this is a tree in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a neutral drop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
we heard your your backstory about having a shop for a while on there. Sure. So when Delton was a young Delton, oh god, <laughs> did he? Uh, so that kind of answers the first question here because I wrote, did he dream of being a clutch guy? Mm, I'm, I'm going to say no because no. he had a shop for a while, so that wasn't always a dream. How did you? We heard from the shop to this point. How did you get from say I don't know, high school to shop? Um. I took a correspondence course in high school mm-hmm. on small engines. That was my introduction to uh, anything automotive yeah, or anything motor-wise. So basically self-taught. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something that my my dad and my grandfather were uh, both general contractors. So I come from the construction, family-wise, from the construction industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, hammers and nails weren't really my thing. So uh, wrenches and nuts and bolts are fit me a lot better mm-hmm. so it was just something i enjoyed and got into nice okay yeah i always like to have some sort of backstory because it's very rare that you find someone that's like i mean well i was getting a lot of diesel companies are not second generation quite yet but it's like yeah my dad my dad owned ats and now i own ats or i, I did this and now i do that you know I, I fell into it most people kind of just like end up there funny story on south bend clutch mm-hmm. it's a three generation company so well, now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but they're pretty few and far between, yeah, exactly. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's not like a. I don't know. Yeah, I'm still. Just move asshole. on, man. Yeah, Just move on. on. I'm going to try to save myself <laughs> on that. Okay, next question. We're going to get into product stuff now. Tyler, do you have a question? Not yet. Didn't think so because he didn't bring a paper. <laughs> hey, this is a steel <laughs> trap up here. I mean, come on. I got a lot of questions up there. Just, you know, I just got to access them. You know, what's, sometimes what's, you forget the combination. You know, what's the capital Djibouti? Yeah. Djibouti. I know that one. That one's fact. fact. That's fact. Lock it in. Lock it in. Okay. Uh, now we're going to get into some questions that sometimes we, not sometimes, we constantly get like on the phones and whatnot. So I think sure. it'd be a good place to answer them here. Absolutely. Um, uh, this actually happened to me and I was the learning experience on that. But, uh, and maybe you can clear this up or maybe I was given wrong information from the beginning. So who knows? Uh, so let's say you have a 6.7 Ram with a Cummins, and it's been to Mexico. Can you still have a warranty if you put a South Bend single disc in the truck? A warranty mm. on the clutch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. warranty on the clutch? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Maybe I was getting better. Because we were told, because uh, I, I sold a guy a long time ago, and this is not like to come at South Bend or anything like that, just because sure. we've been getting sure. advice for a while, and, and maybe there's maybe there's a piece I'm missing. So we were told that basically if a truck's been deleted, even if it's got you know basic tuning on it, that it's going to just about push through any single disc under normal use. Well, and that's a catch. That's what I was going to get to. So we put a horsepower torque number on, on all of our product. Mm-hmm. And that is not a number that uh, a lot of guys will look at that number and say, hey, I'm, you know, a year from now, that's the number I want to be at. And in in the clutch industry, the the number that we put on there is the optimal operating range for that particular clutch. Mm-hmm. So plus or minus 10% of that number is, is where you want to be. Mm-hmm. So what I've always told guys is do your power adders and drive it respectfully and get to the horsepower you want before you buy the clutch. Because if you put too big of a clutch in not enough horsepower you'll actually the the clutch will actually fail quicker than if it had the correct horsepower and the reason being is it doesn't have the horsepower and the torque to seat that clutch correctly yeah Mm -hmm. um so a lot of guys over clutch which is a term that's used um and and at the end of the day it starts slipping on them and they're like wow i bought this 800 horsepower clutch and i got 300 horse and i don't understand why it's slipping yeah because you don't have enough horsepower to seat it in (laughs) so go buy some more parts yeah or get get a smaller clutch exactly exactly so to answer your question getting back to that to answer your question um yes on a vehicle that's been to mexico Mm -hmm. uh, fourth gen fifth gen whatever you're right on that horsepower torque level so Yes, if you drive it like a normal person, mm-hmm. it's going to last. But everybody knows that Cummins drivers guilty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not a good example of that whatsoever. Yeah, I have no problem telling people that on the phone too. <laughs> so oftentimes, what we'll get is if if the guys if the guys 
using the truck as a grocery getter, mm-hmm. you know, a soccer mom truck, so to speak. Um, you'll be fine on a single disc clutch. Now, if you go and hook 20,000 pounds behind it and try to pull a 5% grade, it's going to slip. Yeah, you should have a bigger clutch. Gotcha. Okay. That does clear a little bit up. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. So since we're talking about like stock replacement, you know, organic clutches, sure. mm-hmm. when we were doing our video earlier, I asked you about the, um, your guys' organic material. <coughs> and I, I just want you to talk about that organic material again because there is something in there that I didn't know that was in there and how it actually works. Because I think when some people think of like organic material, I don't, I think they're like thinking like they're like shaving bark off trees. I don't know. <laughs> or, or I, don't I know. think of Cameron. Or, yeah. Or just there's like a bunch of little like bits and pieces of Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> just some tall, gopy, organic, yeah. you know, granola, gopy dude. Yeah. yeah. So, but he had talked about his, or the, the organic material that South Bend uses. You're going to let cool. me explain it or yeah. you going to keep talking? I'm going to keep talking. Yeah. Okay. So it's really cool. <laughs> so go for it. <laughs> so basically um, organic material is, is, is a material that's, Organic matter, mm-hmm. um, and and that's predominantly what's used in stock applications. So, we have uh, at South Bend Clutch, we have what we call a performance organic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's going to, it's going to drive from the from the seat of the truck. It's going to drive and react very similar to a stock clutch, but what makes our material a little bit different than than the stock material or some of the other organic materials on the market is that. We have a very, very high woven brass material in there. Okay. So if you can think of, um, if you can visualize, you know, 12 gauge wire that's that's uh, wound real tight, that's what's embedded into the organic material. What that does is that holds that organic material together and so creates a higher burst point, mm-hmm. but also allows a way for the heat to transition away from the material. And therefore, create better longevity of that material. Yeah, gosh, that's rad. Yeah, I thought that was cool. That was pretty cool. Because yeah. I would say the same thing. It's like organic. I figured it was like just organic. I, don't know. I, didn't, I didn't have yeah. a, like, anything to put behind it. I was yeah. like, just yeah. not ceramic. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hmm. Okay. Next question. <clears throat> uh. You see that little <laughs> smirk on his face? That's when you know it's 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 a good one. <laughs> I, or not. I mean, you're, you're pretty much yeah. spot on, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a truck. I have a, a 97 Power Stroke. It's an, an absolute piece of shit. It's, I'm currently putting a Danny 60 under it right now. And it's got uh, you know bigger injectors. I, I basically built this thing to break. It's, I've done yeah. nothing properly on this truck whatsoever because it's all just kind of happened as it needed to happen. That's fact. It's got yeah, it's got an, it's got a shit ton of miles on it. It's got like almost three hundred thirty five on it now. Um, it's got bigger injectors, a bigger high pressure oil pump, and big tunes. Stock and clutch, stock clutch, <laughs> stock turbo, non intercooled motors, low on compression. I can hear boost leaks all over. Just place. a just, model of efficiency. Yeah. <laughs> Some, someone before me put an aftermarket downpipe on there, but then, and then cut the cat out. I think there's like literally galvanized pipe in there and then left the stock muffler, but also has a tailpipe from a six, seven cup or power stroke. How big's your tip? You, dual. Tips. <laughs> oh, uh, nice. Yeah, the, st- the stock dual tip that comes out of there. Yeah, someone nice. welded that shit on there. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. kind of want to take it off at the same time. I kind of want to leave it on because people are like, <laughs> look at that idiot. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> um, so that being said, um, I, I, I want your recommendation for a clutch just because I've, I've honestly done some research and I've heard like a couple different things and some of it, makes sense to me but i don't know enough to know what makes sense um so use of the truck um it's it'll get a bigger turbo so i got big fuel in it and it's it basically just needs to be able to go to the dump and just be abused like i I, gotcha yeah it's party truck nice so what what kind of guesstimated horsepower probably around that 350 400 range 450 and this kind of goes along with your conversation in the beginning. In the end, I would like to be able to get like the five five fifty mark to the tires. Yep. yep. So, so are re- you there yet? No. So no. be easy on your stock clutch until you get there. I can't do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's barely even drivable as it is. <laughs> no. So um, in in your scenario, 
I you you would you would fit into a, what we call our OFE part number. Mm-hmm. It's organic material on one side, and a material called ceramic on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really nice. It, it's it's basically a 475 horsepower clutch is what we okay. rated at. So it would it would work for you. It's a little bit more money, but what I would recommend or what I would sooner see you do is put our street dual disc full organic in there. And okay. the reason I would go that route is we rate that clutch at 550 rear wheel horsepower. Mm-hmm. It will hold more than that. Um, that's a number that we have put on it, but it uses that performance organic material, mm-hmm. both discs, both sides of both discs. So essentially what you're getting is you're getting a, a to use an analogy, you're getting two stock discs in there mm-hmm. with a heavier plate load. So now you've got twice the surface area. Mm-hmm. You've got twice the longevity because now you got two discs to wear out, but it's still going to drive and engage like a stock clutch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you go from, um, uh, I think retail pricing is like 946 for the single disc clutch mm-hmm. where you're 1200 bucks for a dual disc. So it, it's a couple bucks more, but you look at it, I mean, you know as well as I do, an OBS driver is going to run that thing till it falls apart. Oh, shit. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, a $1,200 investment. Right. And also, how many times do you like doing clutches? Exactly. Yeah. So the that's the dual disc organic was like my first inclination. Yeah. And when I started doing research and, and hearing other people's opinions about that, and I get it, opinions, right? I, yep. You yep. can't take everything. You know, someone may know what they're talking about. Someone may not. I have no idea. But, and I have a story after that because I, I mentioned it to the sales guys and I got Ash giving it to me just straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's his brand. Yep. Um, but the, the overall consensus I got was that a dual disc clutch being heavier makes it harder to shift, at least with the ZF5, since it's old and worn out. I may be, I'm probably paraphrasing that and, and just, I don't know. It's, it's in, in a sense. So um, some of our competitors out there on, on a twin disc assembly mm-hmm. use what's called a strapped floater plate. And the reason behind that is it uh, it pulls the, the floater plate away from the disc. So from, from the time it takes you to push in that clutch pedal, it has all that stuff to release in there, your, your disc, your floater plate and everything. At the same time, it needs to rotate, uh, slow down that rotating assembly in order for you to grab the next gear. So the heavier, the the more mass you have in there, the more rotating assembly you have, weight-wise, the longer it takes. Mm-hmm. Flip side to that is, with a strapped clutch style or a strapped floater plate style design, it it, it will it will make less noise mm-hmm. essentially, but you're 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 pulling away from your from your flywheel and 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 but you're still dragging on that floater plate mm-hmm. um so to answer your question if you looked at the overall weight of in, in your case it's going to be a 1944-5 part number mm-hmm. um if you look at the overall weight of that clutch assembly and flywheel versus the the weight of a dual disc assembly Yes, it's going to be a little bit heavier. Um, I want to say, and don't quote me on this, but I want to say you're maybe 20 pounds heavier. Okay. Um, so it's not like you're 80 pounds heavier or right. something like that. Um, I I would still I would still put a, a full organic dual disc. In. I was probably still going to do that anyways. Yeah. But <laughs> the the response that I got from Ash was. How fast are you trying to shift in this single cab truck, Ben? <laughs> is, it, is this a race truck? And I was like, no, but you know, it's and I, I've never had a, I've never had a diesel truck with a performance clutch in it before. Yep. And I didn't want to. It's obviously not cheap, and I didn't want to put something in there where I typically expect. I have high expectations for all the parts I do and tools and whatnot. Yep. And I, it took me a while to learn that, you know, because you go through and buy certain things that are cheap, and you're like. This may be fine for the other 75% out there, but I'm not okay with this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I had to like, yes, I'm not trying to make this into a race truck. Right. You know, I'm not, this is not by any means, but I don't want to all of a sudden put something in there that I'm like, man, this thing is like 
molasses. Oh my <laughs> god, like this is terrible. <laughs> and at the end of the day, and you kind of answered it right there. It's like, will there be a difference? I mean, on paper, you may find a difference. Day to day driving, what I'm going to be doing with the truck, I probably wouldn't even care. In about a week, mm-hmm. you're going to think it feels like a stock clutch. Perfect. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> what I'm looking for. All right. Well, that, that confirms basically what I was thinking about, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to sure. and appeal to all of our 7-3 listeners. Everybody is collectively probably trying to figure out how they're going to afford a new clutch now Yeah, because we're all broke. Don't worry, you only hurt like six <laughs> people's hearts. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next thing I have. So there is, I believe I was trolling your guys' website one time. I don't know if I found it or Ash found it or was, it was shared in our, our little sales chat. Uh, one of the, I don't know if I don't know if I would call it a disclaimer, but it was more like just a, a statement more so. It was about you know answering common questions. Like, yep. is this the last clutch I'm ever going to oh, put in my truck? Are you talking about the, un, un, the un- unreasonable yes, request? Yes, yes. yes. Who wrote I that? that. <laughs> I don't know actually where it originated from. Oh, <laughs> God. We read that and we were like on the floor rolling. Oh, yeah. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my favorite part of that whole thing is we have found that somehow any clutch that is defective Never goes to the shops that have experience installing our clutches. That's just what we found. Yep. So, and someone may read that and be like, oh, yeah, okay, right. And then we see it on the other side of the counter, like, <laughs> burn! <laughs> yeah! yeah. <laughs> no, yes. that's, I was actually reading that this morning. I was just like, I forgot about this section. I love this. <laughs> it, oh, God, that made me feel so good. Like, it is like, there's another company out there that gets it. And every, every once in a while, there's there's other companies in other industries. Um, like a lot of us are into guns and whatnot. And there are some you know gun manufacturers or, or gun associated stuff, retailers yeah. that have that type of stuff. Because there's, so there's so much misinformation out there that a lot yeah. of times you just you get these damn questions all the time. And you start noticing a pattern. And you're like, and if you were to like say that statement to to someone when they call him pissed off like this <laughs> this close is junk you sold me junk it doesn't install blah, blah. i don't know I, the, the shop i took it to said they always have issues with this clutch blah blah in the back of my head i'm sitting there going like man you would be so much more pissed off at someone else if you read the frequently asked questions before you <laughs> called me because you'd be sitting there and maybe you re- would have rethought all the customers you just yelled at me right now yeah it's yep. okay i'm still here to help all right yeah so i had uh i had asked uh, Delton about how many calls do you get on uh, guys that can't get the flywheel off of a, of a G56 mm-hmm. and tell them the the, <laughs> the, the torch one because I couldn't believe it. I, I've never seen this. I've never seen a customer attempt it, but this was mm-hmm. hilarious. So, so go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, on the, on the G56, it's a dual mass flywheel. And uh, so when you unbolt the, when you pull the tranny back and you unbolt the pressure plate and the, the clutch disc come out, mm-hmm. it's a solid surface you cannot see your crank bolts. So your average, uh, you know, do-it-yourselfer is in his driveway (laughs) underneath the truck, can't see any crank bolts, and is completely lost. And we know that nobody ever reads instructions. Um, So... Just wait for this. (laughs) I I forget exactly how long ago this was or, or specifically who received it, but we actually had a customer that was that frustrated they took the torch and cut the center of the flywheel out so that they could access their crank bolts <laughs> when in all reality you unbolt the flywheel from the front side like a torque converter mm-hmm. so it was <laughs> easier to torch it out i mean who knows what that uh rear main seal looked like afterwards but at least we got to the crank bolts <laughs> so that just like all I'm thinking right now is especially with a, a problem that common if you had just started to type that into Google like G56 yeah. clutch can't see crank yeah YouTube it or something I could just imagine like if I'm his that guy's neighbor and I'm like outside mowing and I just see flames <laughs> <laughs> shit coming out of the bottom of, of a, like a, a relatively new truck. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> he was just driving that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So that brings me to 
one of the things we talk about on this podcast relatively often Delton, is like the the mindset of like taking on a project especially if you haven't done it before and yep. we even have like an episode of like our favorite tools and one of them is youtube yep. i don't care what you say the like there there is <laughs> Whether the info is good or not on YouTube, if you have someone that has at least given you a visual representation of what you're seeing before you get there, you can kind of like, okay, I know that, all right, you know what, I, maybe I do need two jacks or something like that. And, and it, just, it helps you kind of mentally prepare for that. The fact that someone would have gone that far without even just, just a Google search. I don't care if, I mean, the, or even walking inside, getting frustrated, and your daughter hears and is like, there's got, the internet has to know something. And she... It, not, nothing against women or girls or anything like that, but like she, whoever's Googling could have no idea what a clutch is, no idea what a truck is, no idea what a G56 is. And if she just heard her dad like, this piece of shit, Cummins transmission crank bolt, she'd be like, Cummins transmission crank bolts ram. Yeah. Boom! They'd probably show up. Yep. Well, he, the, the type of individual that is mechanical enough to own a torch. <laughs> that's that's it right there. He 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 can operate and he owns a torch, so I'm assuming he's got more tools. But he just went straight to I'm gonna cut the son bitch out of there. I'm gonna cut her out of there. It's like really, dude, really. How do they put it on? <laughs> just having that extra step, like hey, hey, hang on a second here. Actually, you nailed it. Did he go straight to torch? Did he? I would assume. Did he Maybe there least, was a hammer in the middle of that. I don't did know. he at least stop and like <laughs> consider the internet or consider like there's no way that these just get welded on <laughs> from the factory? From the factory. Is this part of the crank? They must. And he, he might be sitting there at, at, you know that night talking to his buddies with beer in the backyard, like yeah, I had to put that clutch in. Turns out they basically just insert these engines with the transmissions all in one piece, and they assemble <laughs> them. Torch them out. They assemble them from the uh, output shaft of the transmission all the way forward through the engine and the crank and everything. It's all one piece. <laughs> Got to cut that thing out. <laughs> just insane. So that actually leads into a question that I have for you. What is the like the worst failure? Like not that's your guys' fault, but like what the customer did, short of someone cutting it off, like. Like sent like oh this clutch you know this clutch failed on me sends it back and you're just like oh my god like is there is there a scenario? oh man there's so many stories there <laughs> so many so um on, on our on our street dual discs we use a neoprene slug uh, we talked about it earlier yeah. in in the hub yeah which actually helps the the noise of the oscillation so that you don't have the the idle chatter and um, we did some pretty some pretty serious testing on those because it it it's like a plastic type material so yeah. like wait interesting fact um sorry i got sidetracked interesting fact is what what would you guess the normal operating temperature of a clutch in in normal operating temperature of a clutch um, I mean, just normal kind of driving around shifting I, yep. I would expect things would not get any more than maybe i don't know. 300 i'm gonna go low and say 185 because well, i have to degrees. imagine it goes through obviously it's heat cycles and it's yeah. a friction material yeah. so it's gonna vary it's gonna in temperature hot. but yeah. i can't imagine it getting a normal driving any hotter than 300 so it's yeah. 150 degrees damn tyler gosh look at me over just being an idiot what's what's in here <laughs> it's empty you ought to put some more in <laughs> <laughs> no so like surprisingly that's a that's a relatively low number when you actually think about it yeah that's actually really um, chill yeah yeah <laughs> so chill. so getting back to the the snubbers um or, or not the snubbers but the the slugs that we use in the in the discs we actually tested them and they will uh f- trying to remember the exact numbers i think i think it's like 600 degrees is where they'll start to soften and at like 750 or 800 degrees is where they start liquefying oh okay so, so it's got some overhead. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right, right. Exactly. So, you know, getting back to your question, customer oh sends God. a clutch in and they're like, yeah, normal, normal use. Uh, I don't know. It just failed. <laughs> Meanwhile, there is no rubber slugs. <laughs> and they're like dripping down through the disc. <laughs> like, listen, bud. <laughs> you got her hot. <laughs> So wow. it's like, like not it's, just it's, you did this, but how? Yeah. Exactly. 
PayPal. Well, and usually when you question those customers out, you know, it was, I was driving down the road at 65 mile an hour and something went bang and no longer go anymore. Okay. Take two. What were you doing again? Mm-hmm. Usually by the third or fourth time, well, I backed my trailer into my yard and it was muddy and I got stuck. And so I started slamming it from forward to reverse and riding the clutch to get it out. And then we hooked the backhoe up to it. And I had to slip it a little bit. It's like, oh, okay, now you got a story. (laughs) So, you know, at at that point, we use a lot of discretion. Like, there are cases where, as a manufacturer, there are certain scenarios where you just have to take care of the customer. So the easiest way for that to occur is when you call call us up on the phone, just be honest with us. Like, don't feed us a whole big story or something. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we'll do what we can for you. But if you're going to come at us trashing our product and then giving us a big story, guess what, buddy? Yeah. You can buy another one online. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, honestly, just being being transparent and honest with us goes a long ways Mm -hmm. when it comes to a failure. Well, yeah, and you guys are trying to figure out, is it something in manufacturing? Do we have... You know, did we get materials that are bad? You know, so like there's a whole other aspect that customers don't even understand or don't even, you know, realize, Mm -hmm. you know, versus a guy just trying, I'm trying to get this thing warranted. So I'm not going to tell him exactly what happened. It's like, well, now you're turning in, you're turning the guy that's supposed to help you into a a a detective to try to figure out if it's materials or if it was just you. Yeah. (laughs) Just come out with it and say, yeah, I screwed up. Yeah. Well, and what a lot of people don't realize is so our street dual disc, um, there's a lot of components in there that that we can reuse. And so we have what's called a rebuild program. So if you've got a street dual disc and you've worn it out, let's say you got 75, 100, 150,000 miles on it, whatever, it's tired. Or, you know, your transmission went out or your rear main seal's leaking or whatever, and you have to have that transmission out mm-hmm. and your clutch is right there, we offer an option where you can actually return that to us and we will rebuild it back to new condition and send it back to you for a fraction of the price of a new one. Yeah. And we can do that on the on the specifically only the street dual disc applications. Mm-hmm. Obviously the comp clutches as well, we can rebuild those. But that process isn't applicable to the single disc type stuff. Yeah. But so in your case in your OBS, <clears throat> you spend $1200 and you get another 100,000 miles out of that thing before you have to pull the tranny out, mm-hmm. at that point, you can send it back to us. We freshen it all up and give it back to you, and you're good to go. You're not spending another 1200 bucks. Oh, that's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Like that, it's, uh, it's that kind of stuff where maybe not enough people know about it, but like it's that really puts a good name out there for yeah. you. Being able to have a serviceable part almost, if right. you will. Yeah. Because um, I think most people think when the clutch is gone, it's gone. Like, hey. Mm-hmm trash <laughs> yeah <laughs> just get a new yeah. one yeah but yeah no that's that's awesome yeah and as far as like not telling the whole story that just <laughs> we get that all the time <laughs> we get that all the time i have to play detective because usually when things get up to a certain level i have to deal with it anyways yeah. and th- there i will say this like when when people are straight up and honest with us i've heard i hear it on a daily basis when like some of our sales guys are like you know what man i appreciate you being honest and taking some accountability here let me help you out with this and it's at that point then where you're like yeah we'll you know we'll help you out with some shipping or well, cover and, like and, next day or something and like that. and let's be very very open here us helping you out doesn't mean you get a free part yeah right <laughs> right you know it could be a discounted part or something like that mm-hmm. but us helping you out and working with you doesn't automatically mean you get everything for free. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. And the, the other side of that is when it's like full, what's, what's the best way, but the, the parts won't lie. Yeah. You know, exactly. With it, with a trained eye and there, there's, what is it? Just, there, there's people that you don't want to lie to, you know, you don't want to, or you don't want to like be a dick to, and it's like, you don't want to lie or be a dick to your mechanic. You don't want to lie or be a dick to your lawyer. You don't want to be a lie or be a dick to your doctor because they will eventually figure it out and you only just wasted your own time and your own money. Yeah. Like if you tell your doctor, like I have this and, I, and you know, they're going to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. It's their job. Yeah. It's their profession. They're going to find out. And yeah. that's what's nice um, with, uh, with South Bend Clutch. Our sales guys actually have shop cell phones now. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so the guys that are on the on the phone, because what we found is diesel mechanics usually are not super tech savvy, meaning mm-hmm. for them to take a picture, email it can be difficult sometimes. So we I want to say about a year ago, we implemented a deal where all of the the guys on the tech department and sales team have their own cell phone number. So mm-hmm. Billy Bob calls in and says, you know, my clutch is shot. I tore it all apart. Here's a phone number. Text me the pictures because everybody's got a phone that can take a picture. Yeah. Text me the pictures. Our guys can literally look at those pictures and real quickly make an assumption or a diagnosis just by looking at the pictures, mm-hmm. which helps speed the whole process up as totally. well. That's awesome. Like yeah. that's, we, we do a lot of pictures back and forth, the mostly through email. Yep. Um, but yeah, the phone thing that's, and I, I see what you're saying. Like the most guys that are, that, yeah, it makes it super easy for guys. So yeah. Everybody's texting. It is. <laughs> yeah. And that's also like one of the, I'm sure you guys have dealt with it too, finding like good quality sales guys. Because you're basically trying to find a hybrid between the two. The guy yep. that has the tech knowledge or the, the tech experience, but also the technology savviness. Yep. yep. And it's very hard to find one that actually meets yep. both levels there. That's yep. that's one of been our one of our struggles here trying to find that caliber of person. Yeah. Now they're very few and far between. I didn't think they were, <laughs> but they are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <sighs> yeah. Okay. What do we got here? Um you may have already kind of answered this one here, but uh, th- I have one that says, what's the coolest thing coming down the line for South Bend clutches for diesel pickups? Mm. Is there any, if, if there's nothing new, that's fine. Like, I, I, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and, and specific to the diesel pickup truck stuff, we're always innovative um, and, and, and bettering our products. So oftentimes what you'll find is if you bought a clutch from us, and I'll use the dual disc for an example. If you've bought one from us five years ago and you bought one today, Mm -hmm. they're going to look similar, but there is going to be some differences between them because as we, as time goes along and we figure different things out and we, we just automatically implement um, different modifications to better the product without changing a SKU number. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's just pushed into production. So we don't we don't actually go out and create a press release that, hey, uh, anything dated from here forward has this new part in it or whatever. But they, the street dual disc, for instance, has evolved over the last, I don't even know, six, seven, eight years now. Yeah. Um, that the original design just, we keep building on it. Mm-hmm. So there is some new stuff coming out on the street dual disc, um, but at this point I'm not really at, at a lot of liberty to, to yeah. say what it is. But it, it just because it's been out for a while and just because um, there's no quote-unquote new diesel pickup trucks with manuals in them anymore, right. um, we're, still, we're still developing it. Mm-hmm. So I, I did notice on you guys' site automatic transmission stuff. What's, what's going on with that? So that was something that we had looked at um, just because of our connection with uh, friction material and friction yeah. compound and stuff. Um, but it's something that didn't really take off real well for us yeah. simply because that market. Uh, kind of uh, yeah. And, and, and it's one of those things where you as an automatic trans builder, you've you've put in your time and you've figured out what works for you what friction steel compound works um and so you're building a product that you're standing behind and you're warranting on your own dollar yeah so when somebody presents something new it it there's a hesitancy there so And, and what I found is a lot of these shops have already figured out their quote unquote recipe yeah and it, it's it's just not really our market. Yeah. So we do have, we, we've kind of stepped away from that. I think there's still some stuff on the website. We still do have some inventory um, of, of some some kits, but uh, we're not actively pursuing that. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I've ran into that a lot when I was in sales and 
you know, selling even like BD kits or ATS kits. Mm -hmm. We'll get a guy that's like, well, my trans guy doesn't want to put this in. He wants to use his. It's like, okay, yeah, we kind of get it. I mean, Mm -hmm. automatic transmission guys are kind of like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, especially like you mentioned, when when they're the ones warranting it, they're the ones putting the time into it. They they are very specific. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like our, our local guy here, John Alford, he's like, you know, I have my formula. If you want me to use your parts, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm but not there's gonna, no warranty. Yeah, there's no warranty <laughs> where I'm going to be. If you come back with this problem, because I've done that before, and this is what happened. If you come back with that problem, I'm literally going to tell you, I told you. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Well, you're the pro. Um, Just, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, getting back to that, and if I can derail you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. This, this um, podcast is all about tangents. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking love tangents. So... um. At South Bend Clutch, we we launched uh, what we call an authorized dealer program. Mm-hmm. So in an effort to keep uh, value in our product line, um, we felt it was very, very important to um, make sure that map pricing was a level playing field for everybody. Yeah. So map pricing being minimum advertised price. Um, so we implemented an authorized dealer program and, and basically how it works is, uh, a, a shop or an installer literally cannot buy our product at their dealer job or installer pricing unless they're first an authorized dealer. And that process is them submitting a request to us. Um, we reviewing and vetting them to make sure that they're a legit shop that has a lift that they can, and a trans jack, that they can actually work on our product line. Um, at that point, there's uh, there's documentation that they have to sign that says, you know, we understand that we're not going to sell this, your product line under map pricing so that uh, it creates a, a level playing field for everybody. That way, you know, the retail customer isn't able to go onto Amazon and buy it for $150 cheaper uh, than MAP and then take it to their shop and get them to install it. Um, And and, and the the policy addresses a lot of different issues, but from a retail standpoint, um, our dealer locator map on our website is actually only populated with people who have completed the authorized dealer process. So from a retail standpoint, Let's say you're looking, you don't know who's going to install your clutch mm-hmm. and you want a reputable shop to do it. Put your zip code into our website. It's going to render back the six closest results to your zip code. So you can easily find who is in your area that can sell you the product and uh, install the product. And and we have icons underneath each, each shop name that specifically says whether they're an e-commerce business, whether they're an installer, whether they're specializing in diesel or gas or whatever, yeah. whether they maintain inventory. So uh, we're, we're trying to not only um, weed out some of the, the uh, backyard mechanics that, that don't know how to install our product, mm-hmm. but also create a level playing field. Um, in fact, when you go onto our website, um, the first time you go on there, there's a disclaimer that pops up. There is no warranty on our product if it's purchased at less than map pricing, period. So. <laughs> no, seriously, we are huge advocates of map here. Yeah. I love yeah. the even playing field. Yeah. So basically, you know, as an installer shop, if you have a customer that walks in and says, I can buy it on Amazon, eBay for cheaper, educate them on the fact that if they buy it and it's under map, there's no warranty. So part of our warranty process is when you get the clutch, you have a, a card to fill out and you have to send in a proof of, of invoice. So when we get that invoice back and it's under map, it gets checked off in our system. There's no warranty. So... Um, it's so nice. I, you have no idea how many times I've said that to people, <laughs> and, and not just on like South, but the other sure, products that are sure. for, that are S and B. S and B for Intex is very uh, similar, to you exactly. guys, as far as that dealer network. So yeah, yeah. S and B and and Fast. Yeah. Fast yeah. has a very similar policy as well. Yeah, no, no, we appreciate so. that a lot. <laughs> yeah, on our side, the and for those of you that may be thinking like, okay, Map, I hate Map, doesn't let me shop around for parts. Here's why. You know, we have a manufacturer sitting here, and then a retailer sitting here. 
What map does is it evens the playing field. If yep. you have to buy it from the, if it's the same price everywhere, that means the deciding factor of where you want to shop is the company, how they do business, what other services they provide for you. And just, it takes the, not that the product is unimportant, but it takes the price out of the equation. Yeah. You have to, you would shop with someone because of all of the other parts besides just the price. And that's where we like, that's where we excel. Like that's when you call in, you have questions, we answer questions and all that extra parts. That's, that's what we like it because when all things are considered equal, price wise watch out like we're yeah. better <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i guess we're going yeah. <laughs> and this may be this may make us look make me it makes me look like a dick but at the same time it's it's you gotta take your wins where you can yeah because so when companies are 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 enforcing map if someone calls me and is like we price match this and they say like south bend or smb or something like that that i know for sure has a map policy i'm like price match where and they're like, oh, Amazon or something like that. Well, we can't do that. But or let's say they, they say an actual like diesel website or something like that. Cool. Send me a link. So they send me a link. I look at it and they're right. It's, it's discount. It's not a sale. Or it's just, it's a lower price. I'm like, okay. And I give them the spiel like, Hey man, just so you know, that is not the current price. If you buy that from them, um, you know, you, you have no warranty basically through whoever you're, you know, for, through the manufacturer, you can call them back. It's up to them to help you out. But at that point you have violated a map. And if you want it at that price, I highly suggest you buy it now because I've already contacted the manufacturer. And chances are, when you refresh that page, the price is going to change. And they're like, <laughs> you mean you won't price match? I'm like, no, I won't. Like, there are rules in place for this. You should buy it now if you don't want a warranty and want a cheaper price. Oh, okay, well, yeah, all right, whatever. Cuss, 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 hang up. All right, fine, whatever. They call back. <laughs> like, yeah, so the price changed. I'm like, I bet it did because I literally <laughs> called them like I told you I was going to and told them and they called the company back and said, you got to change this. And they said, oh, dang, you're right. And they changed it. <laughs> well, why would you do that? Because we're the ones that are going to give you better service. And sometimes, sometimes they, they're like, well, I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> and maybe we move forward. You kind of cornered me. Now. Yeah. yeah. The other 95% of the time, it's usually a lot of F-bombs. <laughs> a lot of like, you screwed me out of like. I quite literally told you, sir, you should buy that now if you don't want a warranty because it clock's ticking, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and so, How fast it, can you type? Yeah, when I get off the phone, they're kind of like, <sighs> yeah. power of the internet. Ooh, yeah. well, and and the, the whole idea behind it is maintaining value in the product. Um, yeah. You know, from, from, from an installer standpoint or, or, you know, a retailer standpoint, it doesn't matter if if it's the best product out there from a business standpoint. If you can't make your margin or make your money on it, it doesn't really matter how good of a product it is. Yeah. Because it's not worth your time from a business standpoint. Yeah. You can believe in it all you want, but if you can't make a profit, you can't put food on your table. Yeah. And and that's that's one of the big driving forces behind a policy like this is to create margin in the product line for everybody. We already know it's a good product. Yeah. But let's make sure that everybody can make margin in it. Yeah. So that it maintains its value in the industry. Yeah. Oh, I think it's awesome. It always brings me back to this stupid sitcom. I, not, I don't know. I don't have a sitcom anymore. You, you watch Superstore? Anybody? No. I don't have really time to watch TV. But my wife. How old are you? I don't want to talk about it, man. <laughs> it's a newer show. <laughs> it's on Hulu. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to just disconnect from reality for a little bit. My wife and I watch show tonight before we go to bed or something like that. But it's about a, it's a place called Cloud9. It's a superstore. It's like Walmart, that type thing, whatever. And the funniest thing I ever saw in there is they're having like this rally about pricing or something like that and someone's yelling at the assistant manager and says yeah i bet you buy these for lower cost and sell them for a profit and she's like <laughs> she's like no no wait, wait yes that's exactly what we do it's <laughs> we're a store we're a business what do you think that we do like, how oh god but, <laughs> i like i love how like customers are, like offended that you make money on parts it's yeah. like Bro, if we didn't, we wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be talking to me right now. Not only that, but like sometimes they 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 assume these profit margins are like that we're You're, making like yeah. like twelve hundred bucks a transmission or something like that. And it's like, do you understand? Like by the time it gets to us, and I know I understand this, this is a line of business that we're in. We're not making like forty percent. We're not making like sixty percent. Like you, like some people think. 
oh, you've got room to give me 20 back. I'm like, I'm 20 back. <laughs> yeah, and we shipped it to you for free. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, <sighs> yeah. Rant over on that Rant part, over. I guess. We love our customers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you hear us gripe about a lot of stuff, and the the that's a minority of the customers, a super minority. Um, next question. That's eh, more of a statement, or, or que- yeah, it's a question. Whatever. <laughs> what is your best piece of advice for anybody out there currently driving like a three quarter one ton diesel pickup with a manual transmission? Like, is it to learn how to shift better? Stop being an idiot. Like, what's stop your resting your foot on the clutch? Yeah. <laughs> like, what what is the just your your best piece of advice for someone to be <laughs> To, to be happy with their three quarter or one ton truck, that's a manual. Um, I think the the as as the trucks have evolved with technology and everything, you know, you come from uh, the old P seventy one hundred pump days uh, in the second gens, where you know you put a big turbo, you put big injectors in it, and and you had a clutch that actually held, and you could do the famous roll coal. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, at that point, you weren't able to lug the motor because when you lugged the motor, it had no power and it wouldn't get out of its own way until the charger came up and lit. Um, with, with the introduction of common rail, now you've got a computer that controls the pulse width of the injectors. You've got VGT turbos now. So it allows you to run that type of a truck really low in the RPM range. What a lot of people don't realize, and and coming from the mechanical side of things, what a lot of people don't realize is your torque number is made low in the RPM range. That's where all your torque is. When you run it low in that RPM range, you're working off of a gear-driven oil pump. So now you're making your peak torque number at low RPM where your oil pump is not pumping a lot of oil through there. So what's that doing? That's basically creating some serious high cylinder pressures, which in turn is beating that rod bearing right onto the the crankshaft. So Mm -hmm. now you're creating your peak torque number with, quote unquote, a lack of lubrication. Yeah. The new trucks allow you to do that with VGT and common rail. Like you can, you can run them things at 11, 1200 RPM. Mm-hmm. What that does long term internally in a motor is detrimental. It's not going to show up tomorrow, but it's going to show up in 50,000 miles or, or whatever. Um, not to mention that at that low RPM, you're creating serious exhaust temperatures. So now you're, you're heating up your cylinder head and everything else. The other thing that that does is when you're doing that, you get a certain amount of kickback on the motor. So as those cylinders are firing, your, your disc, your, your crankshaft's doing this mm-hmm. at a real, real high rate. So what that's doing is the lower that RPM is, the more um, adverse that, that motion is. And it just beats the shit out of the out of the hub assembly and in turn is trying to absorb that but now sending vibrations back through your drivetrain so my biggest advice is you may have driven a manual truck for 50 years you may be a super trucker you may have done everything in this world run it at a higher rpm it is a afraid to downshift it is a turbocharged (laughs) motor it is not naturally aspirated Mm -hmm. So what that means is it needs fuel to keep the charger alive, to keep the charger boost pressure where it's at. Mm -hmm. Well, you need RPM. So you will actually make better fuel mileage. And the the, the age-old thing is I've been driving trucks for 50-some years, you know, blah, 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 run it at 11, 1,200 RPM because that's where I get my peak fuel mileage. It's not naturally aspirated. It's a turbocharged motor. Mm -hmm. So run it at that that peak number on a Dodge. Run it in that 18, 19, 2,000 RPM range. You're going to make better fuel mileage at 1,900 to 2,000 RPMs than you will at 15, 1,600, and you're going to have a lot more longevity at that kind of RPM. Yeah. Don't be afraid to downshift it. You know, run the RPMs up. You're mm-hmm. actually doing more damage lugging a motor than you are running it on the red line, essentially. Yeah. 
I can um, imagine that's something very difficult for people to like get around, get you know stop doing. It. Yeah, <laughs> just, you just spoke yeah. to my heart right there because we we are yeah. huge advocates of regearing trucks, especially you know they're, they're even undergeared from the factory. Yep, and that comes into into play with a manual transmission, yep. lugging the you know getting the RPMs down. Yep. and we talk to people all the time. They're just like, yeah, I got to get more power out of this thing. I can't tow you know with my manual transmission. I'm like, well. I mean, how fast are you trying to go? Oh, I'm at six gear, pulling my fifth wheel. I could barely maintain, you know, 60 miles an hour up the hill. EGTs are throwing, you know, going through the roof. I'm like, why don't you downshift and get yeah. some more boost out of it? Yeah. Well, that's when I get bad mileage. Like, well, what's more important, getting up the hill or getting mileage? <laughs> and, and and not only that, but believe, believe it or not, you increase the RPM, you start moving more air through the engine, yep. power goes up, EGTs go down, yep. boost comes up, and you're a much happier person. Yeah. The engine's happier. You're, you're yeah. not you're not working it as hard. And the, they think RPMs is working hard. No. Yeah. You want to do that happy zone. Yes. It's like when you're trying to – when you're trying to, like, use the motion to throw a baseball. And when you don't have a baseball in your hand and you throw with arm, same arm speed, it usually hurts. If you have a, a baseball that's too heavy, same arm speed, it hurts. But the right size baseball with the right arm speed feels like it like nothing's even there. Yeah. yeah. That's that happy zone. Yeah. Oh, that's a good analogy. I've been thinking about that one. <laughs> no, but that, that was the your explanation of the 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 oil and everything in there. A lot of people don't realize. Down. A lot Man. of people don't think that their oil pump is gear driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something people don't normally think of. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that that the the torsion the, yeah. the, the coming yep. off of there, and then you add into that the taking away that sheet of oil so not only do you have spinning but you got extra vibration up and down yep. going to just the picture you just painted was freaking fantastic man <laughs> okay it's in my head now like yeah. if if you're listening to this and that doesn't do it for you like <laughs> go google how engines work or something man because like you, you don't even have to know what's going on and that that did it i'm just thinking of all the trucks with jacked up rod bearings yeah. <laughs> and all the people that were just like oh Oh, <laughs> like we just disappointed. <laughs> the, the other thing, the other thing is stop resting your foot on your clutch pedal. <laughs> you may not realize you're doing it, mm-hmm. but it may be the reason that you've taken out three throwout bearings <laughs> in the last three months. Um, 90% of the people don't realize they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So make a conscious effort to think about where your clutch foot is yeah. and don't rest it on that pedal. Yeah. I'm gonna do that now because I'm I'm usually kind of anal about that because I'm be on this side of the counter you hear that all yeah. the time. Yeah, I haven't actually taken the brain power to think about that, so I'm gonna try that next time. Yeah. Also, I'm glad to hear that you said uh, don't be afraid to get in the RPMs because <laughs> let him sing. I always get it in the R's, bud. <laughs> We're going ketchup every time I can. <laughs> right through the mustard, straight to the ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> so happy okay uh best advice you pretty much answered my last question was like the the one question everybody seems to ask and i think you pretty much answered that yep um so cameron do you have any questions cameron's kind of a ricer boy so it's cameron's actually here this time yeah (laughs) he's wearing a sleeping bag (laughs) 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 what about you Do, do you have any questions for us on a retail side not off the top of my head, no. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Yeah, I just like to, it goes both ways. You know? yeah. we're, we're humans. Yeah. So, yeah. Tyler, do you have any questions? No, I got. I'm, I'm good. You get like a thirty okay. second rant. No, I was just, that was I did it in the beginning about the nose hair. So. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just gonna about wrap it up for me. I mean, do do you have any other messages you want to get out there as far as like following you guys on social media or anything like that, or, or seeing you at events or something? Or yeah, so I'm a I'm I'm all over the East Coast on on doing events and then also visiting our dealer network. So chances are you're gonna probably see me at some point in time, mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to come up and say hi. Oh, absolutely. We'll have a beer sometime. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's called barley juice. Whatever. Okay. We got to be careful with that. <laughs> We're supposed to be careful with that because for us to actually start like oh. putting ad money into getting more views and whatnot, because we're trying to do that. We're trying to grow the podcast. We can't mention things about alcohol. That's ridiculous. I'm going to open my thesaurus. And I'll I know. We're going to. And that's why I'm like, barley juice? Is that yeah. okay? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> 
So that being said, uh, Dylan, we really appreciate you coming by, yeah. even though your cup is erroneous and ridiculous, and I don't <laughs> want to see it on my podcast again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> For those of you that don't what know. What I was given. I know, yeah. we, <laughs> we have two divisions yeah. here. We have diesel power products and off-road power products. Obviously, off-road power products, they are our friends. Yeah. We colleagues. Just, colleagues. We just sort of hate them. But our cup is better. Our cup is better. Yeah. It's bigger, better, colder, even though this is ours is yeah. better. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. Make sure and catch us next week and uh, check us out on all the social medias. Instagram and TikTok ran poorly by me, uh, but also make sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is the best way to leave comments and questions. Delton, where are you at? Where are you going after this? Uh, back home back for a little the, bit. On the East Coast? For a week. Yeah, back to Pennsylvania. Yeah, drive ahead of you. Just remember, mm. folks. Oh, oh, how the hell can I? What are you driving? A rental car. Oh, I thought maybe you actually drove over here. Never mind. <laughs> no, Never mind. No. Uh, what, what's your, your, your event truck like that you drive all around? Uh, 2012 Ram. Automatic? With an automatic. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. I, I put too many miles. I'm, in, I'm on the road all the time, all right? Everybody busts me, yeah. but hey, it's all I right. drive way too much. Just remember, folks. If you don't shift with South Bend, then, well, you know the rest. Yeah. <laughs> that should be your guys' freaking. We uh, motivate the shiftless. Ooh, that's good. That's good, too. Yeah. That's good, well, too. That is what it is. I know. That's okay. what it is. I know. That, I know. That's why yeah. it's good. Yeah. Tyler. Yeah. Mine was like a movie reference with South Bend. Okay. Did yeah. you get it? If oh, yeah. If you don't yeah. shoot Big Red, then. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't big, shift yeah. with South Bend. Yeah, then. Well. Yeah, big yeah. Red, you bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.